Good day all, Pete Hofstra here with a, um, another monthly update. It's June 7th. I uh, hope everyone's well and you've re received at least your first vaccination on your way to receiving your second. Staying on that theme that is obviously key to the full reopening. So what we're seeing in the U.S. Uh, as they've allowed things to open up, that certainly the spending, the hiring, all those things that we've been anticipated, um, you know, do take place in rather strong fashion. We'll talk about inflation, but let's stay uh, on the COVID theme. In fact, um, actually just read right in the UK, I think one day this week was the first day since March of last year where there was no COVID related deaths. So when you look at the hospitalization rates, the healthcare system, which is sort of what we've been trying to manage through all of this, it's all very progressive, very positive. The concern becomes that people aren't gonna get their second vaccination as this life gets back to normal too quickly. They simply get back into their groove and if they're not ending up in hospital, um, they won't sort of complete the ideally the eradication of this virus. Now that may never happen fully, uh, but certainly we want to see as many people fully vaccinated as possible. So you're seeing weird incentives come into play, giveaways, beers, donuts, lottery tickets. Uh, in Ontario, it's sort of a negative reinforcement. They're saying that they're really slowing the reopening, keeping us in lockdown as an incentive uh, for people to get uh, both their vaccinations. And so what you're seeing the jobs picture in Canada is not necessarily as strong as it is in the U.S., um, where employment numbers, wages are increasing, um, and the unemployment picture looks very strong. So as we've seen, that does raise the fear of inflation. I mean, because of supply ch uh, chain disruption, the saying is too, because of the incentives to not work, the unemployment um, cash that was distributed as keeping people at home till that uh, winds down. But again, all these things are seen as temporary. Those things do have an endpoint. Uh, employers are increasing wages to attract people back. That's probably not a good thing, not something to fear. I think we all remember the 70s and 80s and go, oh, no, we're going back to hyper, super high inflation, double digit interest rates. Not likely, a one-time bump up is okay. A healthy middle class is great for the economy. These things are probably okay. A lot of the lumber, semiconductor components, these other shortages, um, these things can ultimately all get reconciled. Uh, and so obviously, is there then a case for deflation? And said, well, probably wages hold. I don't think wages reverse. Uh, but things like energy and other elements, lumber, the chip supply, those could reverse in terms of the inflationary um, conditions and move to somewhat deflationary. So we'll keep an eye on that. But we're not sort of panicking, assuming we're going into a constantly high inflation world. This one-time bump up uh, is probably healthy. Um, you know, is a good expression of demand, pricing mechanism working effectively, all those types of things. Uh, so that's kind of how we see the inflation uh, picture. Uh, we remain positioned around this, sort of that reopening theme. We certainly expect strong economic growth as the lockdowns are eased, reopening continues. Uh, and maybe one final comment is on the uh, Canadian dollar. We're certainly getting questions about the Canadian dollars. It's been quite strong. It's important to always remember it's not really about Canada. When, the, when you look at the global currency markets, we're, we're pretty small. It's really about the U.S. dollar. Um, and as last year there was the flight, flight to safety, everyone went into the U.S. dollar. So as that risk appetite comes back, the money naturally comes out of the U.S. dollar and into the more cyclical or risky dimensions. And that's where Canada would fit in. It's seen more of that cyclical trade, right, with our materials and our energy exposure. And so you've seen some strengthening of the dollar. It's kind of near a recent high, call it sort of a three-year peak. Uh, and so we sort of think, see that tapers off when we look at the economic picture in the U.S. versus that in Canada. The, the U.S. does look stronger. While the Canadian Central Bank has been a bit more hawkish on interest rates, the U.S. Uh, more vocal that inflation is temporary and they're going to remain quite accommodative. 
Uh, I think ultimately that economic strength in the U.S. Uh, is going to you know, prevail such that um, the U.S. dollar ultimately will, will start to increase again against the Canadian. I don't necessarily see that in the next few months, but that's kind of the longer term dimension. So we would sort of say, you know what, it's had a good run, uh, probably stabilizes here, and then we'll keep an eye on it. But to expect the Canadian dollar to continue to run dramatically higher against the U.S., uh, certainly something that we don't um, anticipate. And we hope that's all helpful, gives you a good uh, sense of where we are. Again, um, enjoy the good weather, and we'll check in with you in another month. This podcast is provided as a general source of information and should not be considered personal, legal, accounting, tax, or investment advice, or construed as an endorsement or recommendation of any entity or security discussed. Investors should seek the advice of professionals prior to implementing any changes to their investment. Certain statements in this podcast are forward-looking that are predictive in nature, depend upon, or refer to future events or conditions. Forward-looking statements are subject to risks, uncertainties, and assumptions that could cause actual results to differ materially from those set forth. Although the forward-looking statements contained herein are based upon what CI Global Asset Management and the Portfolio Manager believe to be reasonable assumptions, neither CI Global Asset Management nor the Portfolio Manager can assure that actual results will be consistent with these forward-looking statements. Certain statements contained in this podcast are based in whole or in part on information provided by third parties, and CI Global Asset Management has taken reasonable steps to ensure their accuracy. Market conditions may change, which may impact the information contained in this podcast. Commissions, trailing commissions, management fees, and expenses all may be associated with mutual fund investments. Please read the prospectus before investing. The indicated rates of return are the historical annual compounded total returns, net of fees and expenses, payable by the fund, including changes in security value and reinvestment of all dividends or distributions, and do not take into account sales, redemption, distribution, or optional charges or income taxes payable by any security holder that would have reduced returns. Mutual funds are not guaranteed, their values change frequently, and past performance may not be repeated.